0: All right, put it on my acting face. <laughs> um, see, there it is. Did you hear it? That was it. That was it. That's what I was. That's what I was telling you that I do. That I hate. That Nat pointed out I mean, that I do.
1: Maybe that's your signature smack. Maybe. I mean, I think you should own it. Just go with it.
0: We should now play Prodigy smack my bitch up right now.
1: <laughs> smack my bitch up.
0: Hello and welcome to the You Show Show. It is the show where you show things. I am Kelvin Liza McMurray, and today I am joined again by my good friend Janine Early. Janine, hello and welcome back to the studio.
1: Hello, thank you for having me. It's
0: good to have you back. Um, my lawyers are here, and they're gonna they're gonna um, be prevalent later on in the episode. We'll get there when we get there, but just pay no mind to them. I know they're staring at us, but don't worry about it. It's, it's okay. They're meant to be there.
1: Should I call mine in or should we leave them out?
0: Yes, definitely have your lawyer on speed dial for this episode. Um, uh, I, one thing, thinking about it, last episode, um, 45 minutes of the episode was talking about us being motion graphic designers and just announcing our job <laughs> title. And um, I, uh, I was thinking of something, too just now where um other similarities so we have the same job title we have you have a super adorable uh little dog
1: yes it looks like a little muppet
0: yeah i just <laughs> haven't met her irl but i've seen photos she's adorable and then i have an adorable little dog that you've met so you have an adorable dog i have an adorable dog you have an adorable husband and I have an adorable <laughs> girlfriend, so I think, really, we're just, like, the same person. Uh, we I think both, so, too. We both like Kelvin and Hobbes. We both like the far side. Like, I think it's just, like, for everyone listening at home, it's probably just going to sound like an echo, like me just <laughs> talking twice, and they're going to be like, wow, Kelvin's really hit rock bottom. He's only talking to himself now on his show. That's pretty cool. Well,
1: are we twins separated at birth at some point? We I might mean, be. Interesting.
0: I was a blonde when I was a kid. Oh. So Maybe.
1: Hmm, I'm going to go talk to my mom. I'll be right back. I,
0: I was just going to say the same thing. Oh, my God. I'm not even kidding you. Fuck you. You beat me to the punchline. I was going to be like, yo, I'm going to get my mom on the horn. I'm going to have some words with her, so. You mean our
1: mom.
0: Oh, all right. I got to go. I'm hanging up the phone. I got to go. Bye. Um, but, um... <laughs> anyway, last week we talked about we talked about Calvin and Hobbes, the amazing amazing comic by uh, Bill Watterson, and today we are here to talk about The Far Side, a, another amazing comic that ran for about ten years as well, starting in the eighties, going into the nineties. Um, but unlike Calvin and Hobbes, The Far Side goes a little bit more mm, obscure, abstract. What's the Random. word? Random. <laughs> I always think of the far side as imagine having imagine having a TV from the 90s. Back before you could like, you know, like they have like the guided menu now. You know what I'm talking about?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Imagine before that and you just had the TV remote and it had volume up, volume down, channel <laughs> up, channel down, and power. And that was it. Yep. Watching or reading the far side is like clicking the channel button up in one direction and just clicking it and it's like one episode is about animals one episode is about a man lost on a desert island one episode is about construction workers in a city one episode is about two cows talking to each other and that is the far side um (laughs) i believe you said that you had read some of the far side before this correct
1: you know what's funny i just now realized I had one of those little calendars. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm talking about? It's like a one-day calendar with Farside yep. comics on it. That's yep. what I had. That was yeah.
0: probably his, actually, those calendars actually sold more than his books, I believe. Really? Yes, those calendars were his bread and butter. Um, similar to Bill Watterson, he did not um, uh, stretch his product into full commercialism. I think he made a couple of cow toys. I believe he did. A couple of cow, cow plushies. Cows are a major thing uh, um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, f- uh, for Watterson. And, uh, or not Watterson. Oh, my gosh. Um, <laughs> for the far side. Oh, um, thank you, Gary Larson. And um, um, But the calendars, yeah. Because it, it, all of his comics are always one frame. Right. I don't think there's any two frame comics. Everyone is just a still image. And so he would give you 365 pieces of paper and you would tear it off. And then the next day it was a new far side comic ready and waiting for you. And yeah, those comics, those calendars. Yeah. Made bang. So, um,
1: I still have some from like the nineties that I just kind of kept. And I think that's kind of what's cool about them. Yeah. And
0: with that too, like that same idea is like growing up, um, uh, I would go to people's houses and yeah, they'd be like stuck like with magnets on everybody's refrigerators. Yes. <laughs> like that's, and Kelvin and Hobbes too, even ripped right out of the, right out of the, 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 the paper, it would just be magnets right in the fridge. And like, and like, it was one of those things Like you would walk into somebody's house and it's like, Oh, you got Kelvin and Hobbes and Farsides in the fridge. Like you can be cool <laughs> as fuck. I know I can be real with you. I don't have to worry about my language and who I am as a person. So thank you.
1: It was like old school Pinterest.
0: <laughs> exactly. And like, 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 you can go on like Instagram right now and you can go on like reels and Facebook and TikTok, And, but it's like, I kind of feel like the far side was kind of like the first to do that oddly because it's so random. Mm -hmm. The only cohesiveness out of all of his comics is everyone is dumb. That's really the only thing that connects (laughs) these books. Even animals are dumb. Everyone is dumb, (laughs) but for very different reasons. Um, So I guess, um, coming, either coming back to the far side or maybe kind of venturing into some of it anew, uh, what were your thoughts? What are your thoughts on the far side?
1: Oh my gosh. Can I just tell you one of my favorite ones? Please do. It's. It's so dumb. Um, Yeah, like, I never really thought of it. You're right. It's just all about dumb people. It's it's a little boy holding some books at the top of the stairs, and he's pushing on a big door, and in front, there's a sign that says, the Midvale School for the Gifted, (laughs) and he's pushing as hard as he can on this door that says, pull. (laughs) It's so simple. It's the perfect one-liner, and it's hilarious.
0: (laughs) I'm actually glad you brought that up because I was going to, that's actually, um, that right there is actually his most controversial comic.
1: Oh no, I did not know that. Um, Hasn't it been the most like parody too?
0: Probably. It's one of his (laughs) most famous ones that he has done for both good and bad reasons. Um, It does come at the expense of people with special needs, but it is really funny. I'm sorry. It it, it is. Um,
1: I, I didn't. I didn't know that. Is I this?
0: love it. Yeah. So people, people, when this came out in in the 80s and the 90s, people were writing their newspapers saying, "Like, I'm I'm not subscribing to your newspaper anymore." He was actually a little bit controversial. Um, oh, which is huh. really which is really bizarre because so his comics always, not always, often imply violence, but it's always before it's usually before violence, but sometimes it's the aftermath of violence, but you never see it. It's not a violent cartoon. There's not blood. There's not gore. It just implies that there's going to be some, huh? And yeah, there were, um, a lot of people that complain, um, um, that like there was, there were, uh, offensive, insulting, but I think that, they're not. And I think that they're really smart and you just have to maybe accept that he has a different ideology of life than you do.
1: Hmm.
0: Who's the, are, Oh my God, I'm losing my mind. Gary Larson. Gary Larson. Somebody, <laughs> I, I keep wanting to say Bill, Bill Watterson, spoiler alert for everyone <laughs> listening at home. We do these episodes back to back. So we just ended the Kelvin and Hobbes one. Um, Gary Larson. Thank you. Uh, he went to school uh, actually originally to become a biologist and um there was like an interview with him and he was basically saying how like he just never he could never figure out how he was going to make a career out of biology um and then it's funny little side rabbit trail he actually then tried to become a famous banjo player and that didn't really work out and then he got into drawing and comics and that's then where the far side it was originally the comic i think it was called like nature's nature's side it had a different name i can't remember but um Anyway, got picked up later on as The Far Side, and that's how we have it now. But um, his influence of biology, I think, is in the comic because he's very much a naturalist, that mm. nature will always win. We can think that we are super smart because we have amazing technology, and we have medicine and all this stuff to prolong life, but at the end of the day, nature is smarter because it's older than us, and it's been there, and it always will. Um, and there were people that I think thought it... Uh, you know, anti-Christian in a lot of ways. And I think that's where a lot of the uh, offense came from oh, wow. because it kind of goes, it doesn't go against God, but there are even some comic strips where God kind of looks like an idiot. So um, that's just the joke is where, wherever there is life, there is stupidity. And that <laughs> is his philosophy. Uh, take it or leave it. But um, I love it. I, I, I don't think it's offensive. I think it's funny as hell. I think that it's um it it simply we were talking about like Kelvin and Hobbes of how it can it can you know, Kelvin and Hobbes will take like three to like six frames. This one is literally one frame. Yep. And it can tell a story magnificently. Um, so I guess like what we'll, like coming back to it, like what was your thoughts and feelings on 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 the far side?
1: It was like little quick It was like little quick jokes, little quick one-liners, you know, and I think that's what the simplicity, but I, I want to say the simplicity is what was kind of nice about it, but it wasn't simplistic. Like you were saying, it's actually way more complex, but it comes off. It's just one little page and there's a lot in that one little page. And it's just um, (laughs) a lot of times it was just really surprising. And I think that's what, you know, what makes you laugh. And it's
0: just like, it's just (laughs) random. It's just like, it's just the collection of the most random shit that you'll ever see. Like, so I, took yeah. some, I, so, oh, so the reasons that we had to get lawyers involved is, um, <laughs> I don't, I don't own the, the full bulk collection and I found a PDF online and I may have sent it your way. So now we are both in possession of a PDF that was conjured via the internet. um, <clears throat> I don't know
1: what you're talking about. Yeah, me
0: neither. That's what my lawyer told me to say. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And um, that's why your lawyer's on the phone as well. So going through the PDF, (laughs) having been reading it, it's from his entire collection, which is a two-book collection. Um, It is totally worth getting. I might get it in the near future, but um, I think you can contest that this, Janine, is living in Chicago, sometimes having available space in your apartment slash condo slash house isn't always exactly the most frugal. So... um, And my bookshelf is already quite full. So maybe someday I'll have to get rid of some books before I can get it, I suppose. But um, yeah,
1: digital is better. Sometimes. Exactly. <laughs> yeah,
0: it really helps because I already have a tablet. So it's perfect. But uh, I, I have one. Get a single frame. Uh, this came from 624-1980. It is a woman, an elderly woman wearing a dress. And she is shoved in a bird cage, which is hanging from the ceiling. And she's tucked in the corner her whole body is crammed in this bird cage and the bird is flying away. And underneath it, she says, you'll never get away with this. (laughs) (laughs) And so like, that's the beauty of this comic is like, how did this woman get in this situation to get her body crammed in this bird cage? And now the bird is escaping. Like the bird is getting free and what is, you'll never get away with this, me? I mean, because clearly the bird has, so is there something else that we don't know? And that's where, again, it's just like, it tells so, there's like so many things to unpack in one <laughs> singular frame that it's hilarious.
1: <laughs> that's brilliant.
0: There's another one where it's like uh, a desert landscape, and there's a wooden signpost, uh, and then you, you see a hat and a paintbrush, and on the sign it says, danger, quicksand, but then... It's like S A N and then the D slowly falls off the bottom of the page to imply that this person got sunk into the quicksand but <laughs> if they have the capabilities of doing something why are they painting a sign that says quick danger quicksand and then the humor also comes the fact that this person couldn't finish the word sand like it's fucking hilarious <laughs> like it's just bananas random shit Yeah Oh man I um I we used to go um Up north, when I was a kid, there was this family we used to go see a lot when I was younger, and they had like a lot of the Far Side books. And I remember every time I went, I would grab the books and go off and just read my own. And <laughs> they, my, I remember my mom would laugh because she could hear me laughing so hard <laughs> as a kid, just just seeing these things out loud. And sometimes too, it takes like it takes like a minute for it to yes. truly click, and then when it does, like. <laughs> Dude, I've probably seriously teared up at this comic, like, more times than I can count. (laughs) That's Um, fantastic. So I would say how, like, like about how, how did you, how did you read it? How did you kind of come back into it?
1: It's funny. It's like, how did it even, like, start? I just feel like it's, like, always been there. Like, it's just always there. Like you said, it's on people's refrigerators or it's just kind of like it was I just I don't even really know how I ended up with that calendar. <laughs>
0: yeah. It just it just
1: gift maybe? Yeah.
0: Yeah. It just appeared and it never left. Yes.
1: And it's just always there. So I feel like that's how uh that's how it just lives in my life, you know? <laughs> and then you just you have to keep the ones you like the best. You just hold on to them in some way.
0: Yeah. And like there it's I would say similar to like Kelvin and Hobbes is again it's it's pretty timeless. Like the humor worked then and it'll work now. Like, um, I'm looking at one and it's like it's two people and they're decked to the T in like winter exploration clothes. Like they've got the, like the snowshoes on and like really thick, heavy winter parkas. And you see one guy with his arms open. There, it looks like they're, they're in Antarctica. And behind him is another person just floating up into the air. So you can see you know the, the 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 pen the penmanship implies that this person is just floating up into the air, and the guy goes, "We're here, Eric, Antarctica, bottom of the world." <laughs> so it's implying that like gravity is just gone at this point because they're <laughs> at the bottom of the world, but it only affects this one person. Oh my god! And it's just like again, like doesn't matter if you're reading this in 1985 or 2025. Yes that's still funny because people can understand that maybe at the very bottom of the earth, there's no gravity. You know, it's just funny. It's just silly. It's just bizarre, crazy, random shit.
1: Maybe that's, I mean, I haven't, to be honest, I haven't read tons of this, the far side. So maybe it doesn't, it seems like it doesn't touch on anything political. It doesn't touch on anything current. And maybe that's what makes it so timeless. Like one of, well, one of my favorites is this one where it's like a spider and it had, uh, clearly spent all this time making a spider web and it kind of backs up and now it's sitting on a leaf looking at this beautiful spider web it's made but it's completely wrong like all the lines are in the weird spot it does not look like a normal spider web like it's they're just kind of random some pieces are just kind of hanging off and at the bottom it just says whoa that can't be right <laughs> like it's just so it, it doesn't mean anything it's just it's just funny cuz it's so random
0: I kind of feel like if anyone's listening that has never read this comic, I kind of, I, I kind of wish I could be that person listening to us talk about this and being like, "What the fuck are these losers on about?" Um, because I don't know if this stuff is funny to anyone that hasn't seen it, and that's why I, I think it's really funny that we picked comics to talk about. Like, like I said, we we both, you and me, are video, audio, people visual, yeah, yeah, visual people, and we picked a one hundred percent visual medium. <laughs> with a 0% audio quality, and now we have to sit here and explain it to people that have possibly <laughs> never seen it. Fucking great. Um, but yeah, I would say that, like, um, I think, like, s- like some, very, very few, are a little bit, like, timed of whatever it's, what do you call it, like, um, comedy that is only relevant to a specific time and place. There's, like, a little teeny tiny bit of it, and similar to Kelvin Hobbs, there's some jokes that I don't get, but it's not, yeah, it's not politically charged. It's not like, you know, Republicans are idiots, the comics. You know what I mean? It's right. it's just like it's just a guy that I've always felt like I feel like he's a person, and I could be very wrong about this, that has done quite a bit of traveling and has just seen things throughout his life, and while in that moment he had a funny idea, what if this thing did that? And then he you know, wrote it down as like a note or a quick sketch and then came back and perfected it. And, mm-hmm. um, because I mean, like his comics do go literally not only everywhere, but like over time as well. Like a lot of his drawings go back to the prehistoric era with cavemen. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, like the silliness to think that these people were our ancestors. <clears throat> um, and then obviously there's modern times, there's like space aliens that don't even have anything to do with earth. They're, um, they're, they're obviously uh, I think for a lot of people, uh, myself included being born and raised in Wisconsin, uh, was the cows because,
1: oh, interesting. Yeah.
0: Drive around Wisconsin and you cannot make it in 10 minutes in any direction <laughs> without seeing a herd of cows.
1: Or smelling them. <laughs> oh, mm-hmm.
0: um, <laughs> yep, yep, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Uh, so I always feel like, again, like, it, it, it was just like he was driving around and he saw cows and he was like, hey, what if one of them did this? And then he, again, he wrote it down. But yeah, it's not, it's not offensive. It's not gory. But there is, like I said, there's always implied violence. Like there was one, Um, all it is, it's a people, it's a group of people packed in an elevator. And a guy is a lion trainer and he has the lion on the elevator with oh all these people. And you see the elevator doors closing and its tail is about to get pinched in the door. <laughs> and that's it. And Yikes. it's just like, it's like, you know, the very second that door closes, everyone in that elevator is going to die. <laughs> but you don't see it. And it's only in your head. And it's funny as hell. Um, I think like in terms of like, Like the politicalness of it, it's always like there is because there are some jokes on like government and military, but it's not aimed directly at any one specific thing. Like, um, like I have one right here, and it's you know if you've ever been on the interstate and you see all those military vehicles driving up and down, like the uh, armored, yeah, and Mm -hmm. they they got like trucks that are carrying equipment. So this one is one of those uh, U.S. Army trucks. It's got the Army Star on the side. And it's carrying a giant missile, like a ginormous missile that you can tell is used to, like, be launched somewhere. And it says, our lights are on for safety. <laughs> 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 and, um, and I think that it's, like, again, it's, he's not making fun of the army. He's not. But it's, like, you understand kind of the irony in this situation. This is a yep. person transporting a giant missile. It reminds me of, um, have you ever seen Dr. Strangelove?
1: No, actually, I haven't.
0: Oh, that is I know. A, it's a it's a good movie and I, I highly recommend it. Um I won't spoil anything, but there's a <laughs> there's a there's a really brief scene most of the movie takes place in the war room um, where they're they're analyzing the situation of what's going on and it's called The War Room. And two people, a Russian and an American, get in a physical fight. And the President of the United States played wonderfully by Peter Peter Seller is um I'm terrible with names. I don't know if you can tell about yeah, yet. <laughs> names don't stick with me at all. But anyway, the president says to these two men fighting, um, he goes, you can't fight in here. This is the war room. <laughs> and it's like, it's just I it's just pure comedy gold. Anyway, Dr. Strange, I would love, I should get somebody that I can talk to that movie about within this show sometime. But um But yeah, I think that...
1: um... All right, so that's interesting that you were talking about the um, potential violence, which I never really thought about. But now now I almost feel like there's a different take on these. So one of my other favorite ones is the one where and I don't know if you remember this, it's three guys sitting in a bar, and there's two normal-sized dudes, and then there's clearly one giant man sitting next to another man, and he has this very little hat on. They all have, like, cowboy hats on, and he has this tiny hat on, and the guy sitting next to the big guy just kind of turns and looks over at him and says, say, now there's a little hat, and it's just, it's just so ridiculous and stupid, but I never thought about like, oh, and the big guy happens to have a giant rifle sitting on the, on the bar that he's holding naturally. So it's like, all right, yeah, this is definitely some potential violence about to happen. Yeah.
0: And it's like, but it's also, again, it's like, it's like violence spread out throughout the ages. You know, we've gone from <clears throat> violence of cavemen to violence of like cowboys in the wild, wild west and violence in modern day. I'm looking at one right now. It's a dude's apartment. There's just a single chair in the corner of the room and a window and the moon's out. And then there's a man. I think he's dead or at least he's been beaten up. And he's laying on the floor with a painting easel on top of him and then a painting of this man. But he's painted with the most horrendous face in the world. So it implies that the man saw the painting and then beat the shit out of this painter (laughs) and just laughed. And it's just like that's the scene. No words. Nothing. And it's just... (laughs) that's it and again like the ability to tell a story with one frame and even some like some of the most memorable ones too like the one you talked about where the little boy is at the the special needs school and he's at the pushing on the door and it says pull no words it's not there's no dialogue you know what I mean like it's all told magnificently through a single frame and it's awesome and it's amazing and I (laughs) love it um similarly to we were talking about, like, Kelvin and Hobbes. Um, I don't... There, there are no actual digital versions available, which is kind of a bummer because he actually has come back. Like, his website is up again. Um And I think he's, like, coming out with some new stuff or has recently come out with some new stuff, some new content. Oh, wow. I don't really know. I haven't really dug into it yet, but... um i feel like this is something that like a digital collection would be really cool but again maybe he just really wants the books and i i I get that similar with bill watterson and um but there are like facebook groups and and Mm -hmm. websites where again you can just it's just like a once daily uh quick little comic of like again this is the one that aired in 1980 you know and so it's definitely uh If anyone has an interest in checking out the far side, it is definitely, you can find it online. I'm, I would have to imagine those calendars still have to be for sale, right? Like, I don't know. Right?
1: Yeah. I don't don't know. That's the thing though. I feel like, you know, people don't really use those one a day calendars anymore. You know, that's the thing. Yeah. Let's bring that. We'll bring it back. That's
0: sad. (laughs) Bring, bring back the once a day paper calendar because (laughs) your phone doesn't just do that in two seconds, but, uh. (laughs) but yeah i mean this is definitely like um i feel like too in a lot of ways this was kind of the voice of the 80s and 90s like Mm -hmm. i don't know i don't know i feel like like similar to covenant hobbs like you can read it at any point you can understand the humor but i don't know if this would actually have done well in today's day and age
1: that's an interesting point yeah i don't know do you think like humor in general especially like especially now there's like I feel like the Simpsons what not you say they were like the first cartoon that was for like adults that was you know and um I feel like now there's so many cartoons that are for adults and the humor is not like this you know it's it's very different it's very different right? yeah, yeah. yeah
0: it's um I see a lot of and I'm sure you do too is like the constant acceptance of lowering of quality like mm-hmm. there's some things that I've seen on Instagram where it's like a person lip syncing and dancing to a song and it gets like 12 million views. And I'm like, what? Like, no, I'm 34 and I'm a man. I don't get it. It's not for me. I completely accept it. But that's, I guess what I'm talking about is with inside of something like this, it's like, I think with this coming out in the eighties, it was like one of those things where again, if you had, if you had that snippet on your fridge, it was like, Oh dude, you're into the far side as well. Because obviously this came from a time when, I couldn't go on your Facebook profile and be like, Oh, Janine also likes the far side. How cool. We actually had to go to each other's house and figure this out about each other. So yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Kind of funny, but um, yeah, it's, it's a, it's a good comic, man. I love it. I, um, I, uh, I'm going to find another, okay, here's another one. Two men are out in the middle of the desert. One man is like wrapped up in like a sleeping bag. You can tell he had just woken up. His eyes are popped wide open. And above him is another man with a rock standing ready to like come down on him. And on the face of the man that just woke up is a scorpion. He goes, hold still, Carl. Don't move an inch. (laughs) (laughs) And Again, it's just like, yep, violence is coming. Because even if he doesn't kill with the rock, then there's a chance he's going to die from the scorpion. So, oh my God. Here's another one. Uh, Great Wall of China. Uh, you can see it expanding off into the background on all of these hills. The wall looks magnificent. You see two men standing on top of spears, and he goes, "Now we'll see if that dog can get in here." <laughs> <laughs> like, they built this whole wall to keep a dog out. It's funny as hell because again, oh. it's like like would people be stupid enough to do this maybe maybe and like maybe the stupidity is like we thought you know obviously people were like what was to give the mongolians out what if it was a dog but i don't know man that's kind of funny <laughs> if you ask me oh, uh, and then I'm, there's
1: always the boneless chicken ranch and it just has the pictures of the chickens looking all floppy <laughs> laying around <laughs> in the field <laughs> <laughs> and i'm a vegetarian i should take offense to this oh, but it's ridiculous <laughs>
0: it is ridiculous it's funny as hell oh my god um, here's when it's like a castle is off in the background of these soldiers, these knights, these medieval knights are leaving the castle. They're ready for war. They've got their shields and their spears and their armor on and their helmets have horns. And one guy's got an angry face and he goes, hey, Richard, your stupid dog's following us again. <laughs> it's just a dog chasing up, getting close to this army. <laughs> I, um... I need to stop because I think I could just do this for like thirty more minutes it's just randomly going through through this book of uh, like here's an old one of like an old sailor. He's got a he's got a hook for a hand and he's sitting in a wooden chair and he's got a peg leg and there's a cat climbing to his wooden leg.
1: Oh, it's <laughs> oh, so
0: funny. It's so it's stupid. It's really
1: hard to believe that one man kinda of came up with all these.
0: Yeah. And um Yeah. And I think, I think if I remember correctly, his only were once a week. Like we were talking about, you know, Kelvin and Hobbes would have like the three days followed by the Sunday page. And I believe his were only once a week. I I don't remember which day Uh, that was in the ancient before times of physical printed newspaper, whatever, you know, century that was in. Um, But yeah, man, it goes all over the place. Cows, aliens, everything, you name it. It's all in there. Here's one cow's eating in the middle of the field and he's next to a barn and he looks at the door and he actually stands up on two back legs and you see him ring the doorbells as ding dong. And then he just runs back into the pasture and is eating. So the farmer comes out <laughs> and is looking around like, I don't know. I guess, um, I, I guess now that I'm here, I don't even really know what more to say about this goddamn comic. <laughs> if you haven't checked out the far side, uh, I highly recommend it. Um, it's super funny Gary Larson I think he was super smart I think he was a little bit uh ahead of his time again in thinking in terms of like content from a pure creation idea that can only be held in like it only works as a comic like you could never in a million years turn this into a tv show or a movie or any other syndication thing you know what I mean like
1: they would be the shortest cartoon. Yeah, <laughs> like uh,
0: the only thing that comes to mind would be like similarly as like Robot Chicken, because they yeah. have that kind of like like even like their bumpers in between their segments is like a TV static again implying like changing the channel. Um, mm. Similar to this, but I would have to imagine that some of this was influenced into um, some some TV shows similar to that. Um, I used to uh i never drew like kelvin and Hobbes comics style but i would draw uh far side style comics my whole life
1: oh really you would try to emulate the the drawing style
0: and like the humor the drawing style the humor um the bizarreness the randomness like i i had to like we were talking i was saying like a while like again space is limited in this chicago apartment of ours so i actually had to get rid of a lot of old artwork recently Yeah, it was hard, but it's it's okay. You know, it's just like, I don't need this. But there was yeah. a lot of, I would say probably 50% of all the artwork in there was probably influenced by the far side. Oh, wow. Like random, like one frame, little random things of like a character. Like there was one where it was like a kid and he had like, his eyeballs were popped wide open again in fear. And there was this like shadowy monster behind him. And it said something to the effect of like, it's behind me again, isn't it? Oh. <gasps> <laughs> you know that's just like straight out of this um, that's cool um i think that this led into did you ever get into um like adult swim
1: a little bit mm-hmm. yeah i think yeah
0: like i feel like some of this isn't that like i was a fan of like did you ever watch aqua teen hunger force
1: oh yeah sure
0: <laughs> i think that if anyone were to like aqua teen hunger force they would like the far side and probably vice versa maybe not no actually i take that back because my dad liked the far side he hated aqua teen hunger force i used to I had the DVDs in high school and he'd come home from work, tell me to turn it off. He'd be like, I'm not <laughs> listening to that shit anymore. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's worth checking out. It's, uh, it's worth, it's worth, it's worth exploring. Like I said, they have the the two big books and then like Calvin and Hobbes, like we were talking about as well. There's like a trillion little yeah. books that you can get along the side. Um, I have, I have three of the smaller books. One of them is called wiener dog art and it's a, uh, it's an artist who has paint cans like all around him on the floor and then he has an actual wiener dog so you can tell oh, the no. implication is that he's taking the wiener dog rolling <laughs> its back in the paint and then slapping it on a wet canvas so you just see all of these wiener dog marks all over the canvas. The dog's face, his eyes are just like what the <laughs> fuck are you doing, dude? It's so funny. That's awesome. Um, cavemen, cows, bears, space aliens. What more do you need?
1: I love
0: it. I love it, too. Uh, so would you recommend The Far Side by Gary Larson?
1: I think I would. Yeah, I would definitely recommend. I don't think you're going to be disappointed.
0: <laughs> um, okay, as always, there. I just want to make sure there's nothing I'm taking away from you if there's any more to talk about on The Far Side, but I really don't know what more there is.
1: Yeah, I think you just have to read it. Yeah, yeah. this is probably
0: yeah. going to be the shortest episode of my podcast because... <laughs> Like Kevin and Hobbes had like themes and stories and characters and this has none of it. So it's like it's like now that I'm here I feel quite silly. But whatever, it's fine. It's totally <laughs> a, okay. None of this matters. So
1: I feel like this podcast represents a far side yeah. uh, comic. Yeah. It's a short, it's one liner, it is what it is. Done. Done. Next.
0: In and out. <laughs> yep. Yeah, it's all it's random. It's chaotic. I'm gonna um Oh, you know what it'd be really funny to do? This is like a this is a joke that maybe only you and I'll get We should just end the episode with like us reading the comics and the audio just slowly fades out. Like, um, (laughs) like at the end of it, like some songs end that way. Like the song keeps playing, but you know, it just slowly fades out. It doesn't know how, it doesn't know how to end. Oh man. Here's one. A woman has, uh, like her pose is kind of seductive to her husband who is sitting on the couch And she has, like, rubber hoses and saws and chainsaws and hammers, like, tied like all around her body. She goes, excuse me, Harold, why go slip into something more comfortable?
1: (laughs) Okay, here's one. Uh, There's a man being confronted by his dog, and they're both holding newspapers rolled up. And the dog says, no way. I'll put my magazine down when you put yours down. (laughs) When you put yours down.
0: (laughs) Here's one. It's a scientist looking in um what are the the tethoscopes? What are they the fucking eye things where you uh, I was I'm not a scientist.
1: Oh uh uh mag
0: uh magnifying glass, yeah. What are those setups? <laughs> yeah. Whatever. He's looking in the scientific eye thing. <laughs> and from the petri dish below, it just says the eye, the eye! Like they're chanting.
1: <laughs> okay, here's one where there's I think they Oh, they're um, uh, kangaroos. There are a whole bunch of them jumping in a field. And it says at the bottom, just jump, fool. You don't have to go boing, boing, boing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I I know I said this twice, though, but I would love to be somebody that's never experienced a far side right now. I would do anything to be that person.
1: This is the best show. It's just us reading far side. Comedy. For just
0: 30 minutes straight. Um, here's one. there's two people trapped in like one of those like Armageddon underground, like, um, stress bunkers. Uh, and above them, you can see the ground above them and everything. There are like nuclear explosions in the background and there's fire everywhere. And the wife is pointing at the husband and she said, Arnold, the bird, the bird, you gotta go back up there and get the bird. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God, dude. I so bad.
1: Oh, man. Here,
0: here's one it's like a giant penguin godzilla sized penguin and he's in a city and he's ripping a building in half and people are running away screaming and two cops are looking at each other and he's like other cities get giant gorillas or dinosaurs but what do we get <laughs> <laughs> um yeah dude the far side just go check it out uh i think in my opinion it's humor does come through reading like well, you can read an individual one, but like reading like 20 of them, because you start to get that laugh, you start to get that giggle, yes. and then it gets kind of funnier. Um, like I was reading this well, like Nat was trying to fall asleep one night. And I mean, I'm not kidding you. I had to like bite my finger and like try to control <laughs> my like laughter. And I know like she woke up and she was just like, mm, like, what are you doing? You know, like I'm trying to sleep and I can feel your body, you know, giggling over there like a little <laughs> fucking asshole. Um, well, um, Janine, you recommended, um, a test tagline to roll out our show. Um, yes. t- t- <laughs> that's, uh, all right. All right. All right. Before we go to that, is there, I just, is there anything else you want to say about the far side?
1: No, I think we gave it. It's, yeah. uh. A good uh, intro. We gave it the good old college try. Yeah. All right.
0: Well, uh, thank uh, thank you, Janine, for coming by and talking briefly about the far side. I appreciate it. Thanks for coming to the studio. Anytime. Uh, all right, folks. Well, that's another fart in the gas can. We'll see you next Later. week. But uh, Janine, thank you again, and uh, thanks to everybody for chiming in for maybe the weirdest episode yet of the <laughs> podcast. I don't know. We'll figure it out. But uh, thank you, Janine. I appreciate it. Of course. Thank you. Bye. Bye. <laughs> There we go, that's it. Yeah, I don't know what more to say about the far side. I was just, all of a sudden I was like, dude, I have nothing, I got fucking nothing, so. How
1: long was that?
0: That one was 40 minutes.